Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast recording in this very irregular podcasting series. Um, I wanted to make this recording because uh, a couple of months ago I came across a very interesting phenomenon uh, which is called the Uncanny Valley and I just wanted to throw it out, um, throw it out there and maybe get some ideas and opinions and just hear what people think and maybe just even introduce this this sort of this phenomenon to to everybody to um to make them to make them be aware that there's there is even such a thing as the uncanny valley and specifically in this case the uncanny valley in language learning and um just basically brainstorm a little bit and talk about my experiences with uh, with this phenomenon and stuff like that so what is the uncanny valley of language learning? So I will first give you a, a basically like more of like a scripted scientific explanation. Then I'll just give you some examples. So the uncanny valley of language learning is, is a place in language learning where native speakers start less and less appreciating your more and more improving uh, knowledge of their language so basically when you start out learning a language and you just know a couple of sentences and you start talking to native speakers they're like wow this is amazing you know you, you can speak chinese or you can speak italian that's fantastic then you improve a little bit and they're like oh my god you're you know your italian is so amazing your chinese is so amazing and then you keep improving improving and you get to a certain point where you start approaching very fluent levels and suddenly the appreciation for what you know drops and people are like, yeah, you're, you know, your Italian's pretty good, not bad. Um, you're Chinese, yeah, same thing, just kind of, oh, yeah, pretty good, but you still have an accent. And then it drops drastically to almost zero appreciation where it's like, oh, yeah, but you still need to work on this, you still need to work on that. And then suddenly when you really start to approach the levels of a native speaker, is when uh, when native speakers are going to be again extremely appreciative of how well you speak their language. Now, and, and this is called the uncanny valley. If you look it up on on the internet, you will see you will see how there is basically it's it's a graph, and um, the curve goes up as the appreciation and your knowledge goes up. And then when, when you get to maybe like the mid-level and the higher intermediate and a very advanced level, it just drops. That's the unca uncanny valley. That's, that's why it's called the valley. And then it goes up again. So it has the shape of a valley. That's why it's called the valley. Uncanny, I don't know why. And it's not found only in language learning. This, is, this, can be, this sort of principle or phenomenon can be found in many other places. One of them is, for instance, robotics where when you when when people start building human-like looking robots um, and, and they built the first ones they looked like these huge monsters with a lot of cables where everybody was like oh my god this is so amazing it's working and then they were getting better and better and better and when they started resembling humans more and more um, sort of the appreciation or the fact that 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 sort of or how people were looking at these robots is just dropped significantly and um, a part of it was because it started to be really creepy because these robots, the more they started to look like humans, 
um, the more people started to notice that, yeah, they do look like humans, we kind of still see that they're robots and it's kind of creepy. And so the sort of the appreciation, or I don't know which word to use, for the improvement just fell. And then when the robots started looking absolutely like humans is when it started going up. Um, so this is basically the, the concept of uh, Uncanny Valley. Now, I wanted to talk about my personal experiences with this because I just wanted to give you a couple of examples, especially with Chinese. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of speakers uh, or a lot of learners of Chinese have uh, had similar experiences. And then maybe just like to learn, uh, learn, hear your uh, stories or opinions and then see whether we can confirm that this phenomenon really indeed does exist. So when I started learning Chinese, and I'm sure a lot of people who, uh, who are listening to me now and have been learning Chinese as well have had the same experience. It was really enough to say hello in Chinese, like ni hao, to a Chinese person in a terrible accent and... Um, you you would get like uh, uh, pats on the back and uh, people would maybe even take pictures with you because um, you knew how to say that one word. And then as you were improving, it would often happen to me that um, I would meet someone and my Chinese was really very basic and that person would tell me, I have never heard anyone speak Chinese so well. Like, I have never met a foreigner speak Chinese as, as well as you do. Now, this may be related to other issues. One of them might be that there are not a lot of Westerners in general learning Chinese. So I might have been the first Westerner in that person's life who that person has met uh, who spoke Chinese. But still, it's a lot of appreciation for very little output. And then as I would approach very high levels of Chinese... Chinese people would be like, yeah, yeah, pretty good, not bad. So compare compare the 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 sort of the the, the pats on the back and the picture taking and the amazing compliments when my Chinese was very very low, to when my Chinese was I was a I was a graduate of the Chinese department, I had uh, passed very rigorous exams in classical Chinese, which probably uh, I had better knowledge of classical Chinese than ninety nine percent of native speakers of Chinese. And my Chinese was better than 99% of Westerners learning Chinese. But Chinese people would regularly say, yeah, not bad, just okay, so-so, you know, you still make mistakes, and so on. Which is totally okay, because I am actually uh, on their side. I would, when my Chinese was approaching very high levels, I would still hear that compared, and I mentioned this in my previous podcast, compared to native speakers, I sound like a retard because th that's how it is. Like Westerners speaking Chinese, and I'm sorry for, be for being this bad and, and uh, strict, but we really do sound like retards compared to native speakers, where it'd be pronunciation, but mo most importantly, the structures, how we put the language together, what words we choose. And we are cultural Neanderthals, like we really do not know what to say when and what is acceptable and what is not. Um, so I so I actually, I'm, I'm completely fine with people, Mandarin people telling me that, yeah, your Chinese is just so-so, even though I feel like my Mandarin is, is really very advanced compared to 99.7% compared to of, or maybe even more, uh, Westerners learning and speaking Mandarin Chinese. Same thing has happened to me with uh, English. <laughs> 
um, even though I really don't remember the time when my English was basic because I learned English when I was maybe six or seven years old in the in the in the United States. But um, you know, my English is not perfect, and I it's been a while since I've been in the United States, so it's natural that every now and then I make a mistake or. Every now and then, you know, my accent slips a little bit, or I use a word that is kind of, or a construction that is kind of off a little bit. And there was someone in the comments recently who told me, "Yeah, pretty good English." And I'm like, "It was." I was. I have to admit, it was a little bit. You know, to me, it was like, "Damn, you know, man, I'm thirty, thirty whatever years old, thirty-six, and I've been speaking English for thirty years, regularly, previously mistaken for a native speaker." And there is someone who says you're, yeah, English is pretty good. That's to me not a compliment. That is just very saddening to me, you know, because it makes me feel like I'm not doing a good enough job. But to me, it just again proves the concept of this uncanny valley that once you are in that sweet spot where you are not perfect, or not 99% or 98% perfect. But you're somewhere between like 70 to 99. The appreciation falls drastically, and or I wouldn't say appreciation because appreciation this would sort of somehow point to the fact that I I like like when people like this ego stroking type of thing or people patting me on the shoulder. No, that's not at all what I'm talking about. It's just the, the simple concept of how how it works. You know the sort of the dynamics and the the, the whole. Um, logic of the of the whole phenomenon. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, it's really frustrating when when you've been learning, you know, a language for a very long time, and people sort of it's not that they appreciate; they just perceive your fluency at a much lower、um, value than when you started learning the language. So, uncanny valley. Damn that! Really, <laughs> it's a bad thing, but、um, it is somehow the reason why I've been pushing myself to 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 speak foreign languages as close to a native speaker's level as possible. Because for most of my life, I have been in that uncanny valley, and with with, with whatever whatever it was that I was doing, and、um, including languages. So. For most of the time, people were just saying to me, native speakers would just say to me, "Yeah, pretty good, not bad, but not bad and pretty good is not good enough for 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 me personally." And so maybe it was exactly due to this phenomenon of phenomenon of、uh, the uncanny valley that made me push myself to go even further in my language learning. Anyways, so this is something that I want to throw out there.、Uh, if you like, go ahead and.、Um, Read a little bit about this phenomenon. When I first heard about it, I heard about it in relation to artificial intelligence and robots. But I found that it exists. At least I personally found that I had the experience of it existing in、um, the world of language learning as well. Hope you like this podcast recording. It was a little bit shorter than the other one.、Um, and let me know what you think. And hopefully, I will talk to you in another recording soon. Take care. Bye bye.